would have taken place and never would have been possible. So to have yeah. two people on completely different sides of the world to be streaming in high quality, you know, is actually pretty neat really at the end of the day, you know. So I guess we can live with the, the kind of shortcomings, I guess, of this technology as it's only going to improve. And I think even up until maybe a few years ago, you know, ISPs and stuff like that were charging really, really big money for, you know, for the likes of these connections and stuff like that. So have it really come down in price, even with phones and stuff, mobile phones or cell phones, the data plans on them here in the UK was was really crazy. Like, so um, it's pretty cool, actually. Anyway, um, myself and Brad were just having a little chat there. So we were um, about the benefits of this. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Spurra channel. Today's guest with me is the lovely Brad Carlson. Brad is a health coach, coach, spiritual practitioner, author, and podcaster. Just to give a little flavor of um, who and what Brad is about, I'm not going to go into it too much because I want him to give it to you in his own words. When Brad was 38, he was 50 pounds overweight. He was completely unaware of what to do. He considered himself to be a bit of a couch potato. At the same time, he was going through a divorce and he had lost his house, um, I think, in the financial crisis, throwing himself into an ever-increasing cycle of fitness and exercise in an attempt to resolve his problems. And realizing that it wasn't that easy to drop the weight, Brad realized this was yet another unhealthy practice and as unhealthy as being overweight. And he embarked on his diet of strict vegetables, and I'm not too sure whether this was the same time. Um, and that allows him, once again, Brad found that this too was an unhealthy extreme. So that was 12 years ago. Today, Brad has found the balance between all these aspects that is needed, and that is health not just simply exercise and that health comes of both the mind, the mind, the body and the spirit. Brad is the creator of the Mind Strong Mindset program um, and audio programs for developing the mindset that you need to be the best version of yourself. His podcast, which reflects his learnings, um, is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy and Eat Ice Cream. And Brad, very, very warm. Welcome to the show. I hope that was uh, a good enough introduction. <laughs> Hi, Zeus. Yeah, that was outstanding. Wow. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's crazy to think about where I was 12, 13 years ago and, and where I am now and and how I've been able to literally do a 180 on all that. Yeah, just, just crazy listening to that introduction. There. I was just like, wow, very <laughs> surreal that, yeah, I've been able to, to flip it all around. So thank you for that very much. You're, you're very welcome. I just hope I've I done enough there. And we obviously know that I'll get into a bit later about the, the you've actually two books out and you have a third one forthcoming. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I guess like most people, you know, they kind of want to know your background. They want you to flesh out the details, which would be helpful. And I guess the reason for, um, you know, one of the reasons for uh, inviting you to be a guest upon the, the podcast was that, um, although this kind of seems or is a very kind of spiritual podcast, as, as I mentioned there, and what you found out, health um, and spirituality are very much linked to the body and to the mind. If you have an unhealthy body, how are you going to develop no spiritual practices needed? If you have, if you're overweight or have suffering uh IBS or whatever because of the foods that you're consuming. How can you sit there and meditation and have things? If you have an unhealthy mind because of the lifestyle that you're leading, it's not conducive to trying to transform yourself spiritually. So all these aspects are interlinked with spirituality. And I went from someone who not quite potentially as intensive as yourself, but working out three times a week and um, lifting weights, jogging and um, Come winter, I was jogging in a pair of shorts and uh, maybe a tracksuit top across a mountain top covered in snow, um, thinking that that was the way to be and nearly killing myself in the process, um, dangerously hypothermic. Um, so I, I realized how unhealthy that I need to work out, I need to work out, I need, need to get my jog, I need to get my weights in, you know, I need to do this here and, and consuming the wrong types of food 
to try and build muscle, you know, give me those chicken breasts, give me those steak, give me two or three of them a day and realize why is this not working for me? Why am I? <laughs> yeah, so that's a lot of animal protein in one day. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Your, yeah, actually, yeah. absolutely. So going from that there to um, a diet which is not strictly vegetarian, but like yourself, incorporates you know different things. I've, I, I've kind of meat free, but I still eat fish and I eat a little bit of dairy, um, and obviously from transforming myself from there to into this kind of intermittent fasting routine, intensely fasting a couple of times. So a bit like you, I can realize that it's a balance at the end of the day. There's an yeah. extreme um, unhealthiness with simply just needing that workout. And I think it's maybe potentially you're trying to run away from something. If you find that, oh, God, I need to get this done. I need to have this this out. Um, where now I, I actually don't actually do that. I actually walk or potentially hike now. So I've slowed down a lot from, from what I was. So... I guess what I'm just trying to say is I can relate a lot to to your health regime and where you've been and where you are now. Um, and I just want you to talk about your kind of history and where you've came from up until the point that you've been to now. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again, Zenith. It's it's been crazy and listening to you to you here now. I just I, I just it's very surreal where I was and where I've been. I I guess in, in emphasizing kind of the spiritual part of the spirituality and health are very much intertwined and interrelated. And one of, I, I'm still learning, you know, I, I've not mastered any of this by any, by any means. Like um, we all. Yeah, yeah, st- absolutely still learning. And, and even I probably should use a different word. I'm still realizing. Uh, and what I, what I mean by that is I'm still realizing <laughs> truth. Uh, the truth of who I am and the truth of my journey. And the reason I say that is because uh, to, to paraphrase uh, someone else that I met the other week, this is all an inside job. If we want better health, it's an inside job. If we want better happiness, it's an inside job. If we want better satisfaction, it's an inside job. If we want whatever problems, challenges we have going on in our lives, it's everything is an inside job. And I didn't understand that for the first several years of my journey. And once I finally started to understand that it's an inside job, things became a lot easier on on the outside world. So I noticed she used the word need. I need to go running or I need to, you know, you know, go jogging or I need to get exercise. And for me, it's not a need. It's a want. It's a get to. Oh, I get yeah. to go run this morning. I want to go run this morning. I get to go um, swim at the lake or I get to go paddle boarding. And that goes back to the inside part of, of, it boils down to one question, who are you? And if you have an understanding of that question, so when you ask me that question when it pertains to health, I'll say, I am healthy. And at the, I think it was about year two of my journey, I made that, that decision of who I choose to be. Oh, I choose to be healthy. And then all of a sudden it was no longer work. It was no longer a chore. It was no longer something I had to do. It was no longer something I needed to do. It was something I wanted to do. And so again, that's where it starts from the inside by asking that question, who are you? And then fill in the blank. I am, I am this thing called health for me personally. Uh, it's evolved. I am this thing called love, health, and happiness now. I'm doing more inner work. Uh, so who are you? And everything in your life will revolve around the answer to that question. Now, the answer to that question will help you to understand your calling in life, your mission in life, your purpose in life, where you're going in life. And then everything that you just mentioned, it's not a need to, it's not a have to, it's a get to, it's a want to. And you can see I'm smiling now. And that's when it becomes fun. And as we were talking a little bit off camera, that life is supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be happy and smiling, but most of us across this planet are not. We're stressed out, we're burnt out, we're, we're overwhelmed, we're overworked. Um, and it, it's because we're a little bit, we're caught up in the hustle culture. You know, as I said earlier, we do, 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 do. And the, the spirit part of us wants to just be. You know, the, the, the flower just wants to be and bloom at its own time. Your spirit wants to evolve and develop at its own pace, not the pace of society, but its own pace. Uh, and so if you really want to 
become that healthy version of you, if you really want to become that energetic version of you, if you really want to become that fulfilled version of you, go back to that one simple question, who are you? And that's not a question that, you know, you don't even have to answer that question. Just allow that answer. I always say this now, allow the answer to come to you. Never try to think of the answer. Uh, allow that question to come to you. You know, I, I am this spiritual seeker, for example. And, oh, I've got to have a lot of, oh, you know, energy. You know, I've got a big message to share with the world. So I, I, I get to, you know, I, I, I'm going to need, I guess I'll use that word, a, a healthy, strong body. You know, so therefore I get to go run this morning. You know, it's not something I have to do. So, so it's, it's crazy because everything everywhere in the world today says, do, do, do first, go, go, go. And I'm saying that's the second thing you need to first focus on who you are. Uh, That, that one question, when you realize the answer to that question for you and your life, your whole life will change uh, as it did for me. So I realize that I am health. And that extended to I am health, love, and happiness. And now my mission is to teach, lead, uh, inspire others how to be love, health, and happiness uh, for them, which is why I come on podcasts and write my books and, and do my my coaching programs and, and all of that. But that one question, who are you? That's it. Who are you? And, and everything in your life will revolve around there. Everything, when you have a deep understanding, everything in your life, your health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your intellectual health, your physical health, will all fall in place behind that question. And all that other stuff becomes kind of more like a byproduct that becomes automatic. Like, I don't have to force myself to run ever. It just comes naturally. I don't have to force myself to eat healthy. Um, I, I Even I experiment with my diet. You know, I, at one point I was strictly vegan and then I was vegetarian and then I went back to animal protein and then I, I found a, a medium ground and then I went back to animal protein again. And now, <laughs> now yeah, so now I, I, it's just, you know, life is always changing. Yeah. But now it's about finding that happy ground. But, you know, we all have that, that inner guidance system, I guess. Some people call it the IGS, the inner guidance system. But we all have that that divine intuition within us. And it's a matter of just tapping into that now and allowing it to guide you. And that's, I'm getting, you know, I'm not perfect yet. I get caught up in my head sometimes. It says, oh, I gotta do X, Y, and Z. Um, But when we learn to really tap into that, life will slow down for us. And that's when we can become less overwhelmed because your head will say, oh, I still got to do X, Y, and Z. And your, your intuition is going to say, nope, we're just, we're just going to sit and meditate for an hour and just be and just rest. And that's how you begin to find the balance too. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Um, so much that you said that I can absolutely relate to, especially yeah. as we're talking about this idea of slowing down because our modern culture is so fast paced. We have so many things on our mind where I guess we are obviously a, a human computer, but it, just to use the analogy of a computer with so many different things, is that we don't often, um, as you were saying there, take that time to actually sit and go, who actually am I? Yeah. What is my purpose? You know, yeah. what exactly am I doing? You know, what so many of us are just uh, living robotically. Yeah, yeah, that's a great phrase. Yeah, living robotically. Yeah, living robotically and just that kind of washing machine cycle, rinse, spin, rinse, spin, you know, get up, uh, go to work, come back. You know, it's just this constant thing. And so many are caught within that without actually stopping and slowing down for a minute and, and just asking themselves, who am I? You know, what is it I'm doing in my life? What is my purpose? And as you say, it's not about so much needing to get the answers as you rightly say because i've had this myself the answers come to you if you yeah. do that practice often enough and if you're dedicated often enough and it doesn't have to be that you know you have to go out and seek for answers and scale that mountain and get to the top of that like some indiana jones explorer yeah yeah it's just about simply allowing that question allowing yourself that headspace to just have no real other thought in your head but just even to say who am i you know what am i doing and i do find as you said that answers come to you and i guess what you were saying are about um these things that we say to ourselves in regards to it not being a chore um, and telling yourself i'm healthy i am fit i am 
you know, in love with the world. And, you know, one of the big um, concepts, I guess, in, in spiritual teachings, or certainly a very famous spiritual teaching, is this idea of abbreviating, abbreviating what you say to the simple I am. Mm-hmm. which is to say that I am, you know, all of these things. I am yes. the of the divine. I am whatever you want to say. You know, I, I, I'm always here. I've actually wrote, I think it's based on these works, um, or should the Saint Germain, um, I can't even remember what they are now, but I know it's a bit Saint Germain who brought this idea. And the I am is basically a reflect, reflective of, I am this creator. You know, I'm a creator in the world. I am the creator. And so with that, you can say to yourself anything. I am, I am the creator. I am healthy. I am fit. I'm a spiritual seeker. I am in love at the end of the day. And that is so empowering, as you quite rightly mentioned, once you begin to, it's an affirmation, I guess. I am, instead of going, I am not. And thinking that you're small and you have no power in this world and saying, I am all of these things and believing in it, you know, it gives, gives, gives you so much power within yourself and removes a lot of that negativity that is built up in our world and that we're so consumed by which is part of our modern society i guess yeah absolutely and we draw so much of our um our happiness in life i guess our fulfillment whatever from everything going on in our external world all these attachments uh, you know, if I have, if I get my dream job, I'll be happy. Well, what happens if you don't get your dream job? Will you still be happy? You know, if I find the perfect partner, I'll be happy. Life will be good. Well, what if you don't find it? You know, will you still be happy and will life still be good? And I want to say that the answer is yes. And again, that's where I go back to um, this idea that, it, you know, it's all an inside job. I had a, another interview a couple of weeks ago. A, a woman was carrying around a lot of weight for a lot of years and she did everything you're supposed to do, the, the healthy eating, the exercise, the yoga, the meditation, all this stuff. And nothing worked for her uh, until she realized and she taught me some of this here that, you know, you have to work on the inside job again going back to who you are and what we do is we put up a a defense shield in front of us to prevent us from understanding who we really are that's called i don't know if you've heard of it imposter syndrome i'm not good enough i'm not smart enough Um, i'm not worthy enough oh i'm afraid to take this on or something like that Um, that that imposter shield that imposter syndrome that prevents us from truly understanding who we are. So we have to work at chipping that, chipping away at that. You know, sometimes they're called limiting beliefs or stories or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and, and we all have those. But the thing I would really stress in all of this that I've really learned um, through my podcast and, and especially over the past year, I've been lucky. I think I've done about 50 episodes now and I've interviewed 50 experts from all over the world. Um, it all boils down to one thing that I keep saying, this is an inside job. If you want change, if you want to better your life, take a look on the inside. What is your imposter syndrome going on and how can you break that down? Sometimes you might need a, the help of a therapist. I'm not going to lie. There's there's people that I've interviewed that, that went through therapy that really worked for them. But essentially, it's realizing who you are, but also realizing who you are not. So I am not this this couch potato sitting on the couch, lethargic, unhealthy, with no purpose. That wasn't the real me. That was like a fake Brad, a fake version. So now let's get to the real me. So focus on who the real you is. And I had to overcome that imposter syndrome because I really did believe I was a couch potato. I didn't think there was more to life than that. And then all of a sudden one day I I woke up and it was just a realization. Again, it just came to me that, oh, wait a second, you know what? I am a healthy, fit individual. Oh, that's the real me. Uh, and that's that's when things started to, to change a lot too. So we have to be really, really careful in today's modern world that we don't attach our fulfillment, our happiness, our uh, joy of life, joie de vie as the French say, our joy of life to the house, the car, the job, the spouse, the partner, the vacation, the adventure. I've been really guilty of attaching my joy to the vacation and the adventure. <laughs> I love to do extreme adventures. You know, though you mentioned yeah. the climbing Mount Himalaya. I haven't done that, but I've done a lot of rock climbing. And, uh, you know, I just got into this heavy conversation with, with some of my guests and some friends that like, you know, well, what if I don't get that dream job? Does that mean I won't be happy? 
And I started to think, you know what? That doesn't make sense. I should be happy no matter what. I should be fulfilled no matter what. My fulfillment Mm -hmm. shouldn't be dependent upon what I'm doing. My my fulfillment and my happiness is dependent upon who I'm being. And I have 100% control over that, who I'm being. And that goes back to, again, knowing who you are. So if, if anybody takes any way, anything away from this podcast, they would be answer that, know the answer to that question, who are you? Allow that answer to come to you and then realize all of this is an inside job. If you want to lose weight and you're struggling to lose weight, look on the inside. If you want to be healthy, look on the inside. If you want to be spiritually fit, look on the inside. If you want to be financially fit, look on the inside. If you want to have a life that is out of this world, look on the inside. Everything starts on the inside. Um, I just, like I said, I'm, I'm, we were talking before and you were using the word trying. And for Mm -hmm. me, I'm switching the word, you know, I'm not trying to have this incredible life. I'm not trying to attract a thousand followers. I'm allowing it to happen by becoming the person I am becoming, stepping more and more into that person that I am. Mm -hmm. So I am a leader of love, health, and happiness. I am a teacher. I am a leader. I'm an inspiration of, of all things, love, health, and happiness. That's how I see myself when I step into that beingness more and more. And just within the last week, I've had a couple of ama- uh, three different opportunities just just appeared, you know, out of my life. You know, just hey, Brad, I've got this idea. Would you be interested? Oh, hey, Brad, what do you think? I was like, okay, yes, yes. I mean, they just start showing up. It's crazy. That's how the law of attraction really works. Is when you you have that beingness and that feeling within, and then you have that knowingness too, that absolute certainty that you know, all is well, all is abundant, you know, and when you are at the right vibration, um, I don't talk about the law of attraction as much anymore as I talk about the law of vibration, you know, be that vibration of the thing you wish to have in your life. Um, Feel it, feel it, see it, believe it, and then experience it, something like that, but be the vibration. So be the happy vibration. You know, once you realize that, oh, happiness is who you are, that's not something that's attached to a job or, or anything like that. And this is a really deep, deep thing because for so for so long, and I'm still there a little bit, I'm, a, I'm attached to, you know, I have an awesome career now and an awesome life. But if this all went away tomorrow, except for my health, and I had to go back to like, I don't know, working at a, at a yeah. store or something, would I still be happy? And for the longest time, I said, no, I wouldn't, because if I'm not living my dream job, my dream life, I won't be happy. I thought that's just not right. There's something not right with that. So it's it's further deep exploration. Yeah, happiness and fulfillment that has no, has nothing to do with what you're doing and everything to do with who you are being. So who are yeah. you? Back to that. And once you understand that, so we were saying also earlier, Zenith, the, the being and the doing will start to balance out. If you're feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, yeah, it's because you got too much do. You're doing, you're doing, 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 go, go, go. And you got to realize we're, we're spiritual beings first. We're human beings first, human doing second. And so I started to take more and more throughout my day to five to thrive, you know, five minutes to go for a walk in nature, to get up and move, to um, do some deep breathing, something like that to to start to, to deal with this. And realize, you know, you can only do so much in a day anyway. So... <laughs> such a stumbling block too as you were saying and we use these words in the best of attempt try but we realize it's really not helpful saying try and instead just be and tell yourself i am as you were saying there and that's such a positive affirmation that we just tweak things around a little bit it's really not that hard when we think about it when we think oh i can't do this and it seems to be so hard you know i'm trying and trying and even that there it sounds there's nothing wrong with it, but when you actually break that down, you're attempting. You're attempting to, and as you turn around and say, if you remove that word and simply say, I am, I am this person, I am already am, or I, you know, whatever the case may be, um, it's just instead of taking this, this word out, it kind of removes that idea of, well, I haven't got there yet. You know, I'm still on my path. Instead of saying, well, I'm already on this journey, I'm already on this path, you know, I may have some time to go, but I'm on the path already. Like we were talking about there, you were saying, I'm, I'm still learning at the end of the day, but you're already on that path. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. 
you know so you're already on the that doesn't matter about the end goal or the end journey the fact that you're already on this path you've already put set off down that path is the most important thing and that's when we can get caught up in this idea of language the other thing that you were saying there which is really important as well it's just even if you can't uh initially you know envision yourself as jogging or running or even you know making that effort to get out and spend 20, 30 40 50 minutes in, in in a walk in nature get yourself active move even you know shake yourself just do something about housework about a tidying up it just absolutely it absolutely transforms i think when we're sitting there we get into this rut we get stuck um and it has a negative impact in our mental health as well so just this idea what you were saying there is just even move move yourself just do something keep yourself active it has a positive and transformative effect upon ourselves but it, it all starts with taking a look on the inside and asking who are you and i'll say this to anybody i don't care where you are in your life your current situation your past situation does not equal your future situation um, the best way to have this life, like I said, of just, you know, like me smiling, uh, happiness and fulfill. We all, we all want that. We want the happiness. We want the fulfillment. And, and I would just say, just, just giving a little something for the, for the viewers here. You know, mm -hmm. I was just saying, if we want that happiness, if we want that fulfillment, first realize it's not dependent on the job. It's not even dependent on the journey. Uh, it, that's an attachment. And so when we become unattached from that and just take back, take a step back and, and start to realize that who we are, we are happiness, we are fulfillment. Okay, we are all of these things. So again, it's not the happiness, the fulfillment, the, the everything, the joie de vie, the joy of life. It's not dependent on, on the job. It's not dependent on the journey. The journey is wonderful, don't get me wrong. But literally, it's it's just it's just going inside you have to do i i like to share this part of my story uh you know people really seriously want to transform their life i took six months and i wrote down every every belief i had i wanted to tear down that imposter syndrome and i'm still working on tearing down that imposter syndrome to this day but i took uh six months i wrote down every belief i had about love about health about happiness about finances about relationships about family about work um, everything and I went through every belief I had and just started scratching all the false beliefs the fake beliefs and replacing them with true beliefs and so you really have to sit down and do the work on you um, now sometimes that might mean going to the gym going for the walk in nature uh, but to really to really you know have a cool life I mean you can have a cool life already as is when you just realize that that's who you are. You are this thing called having a cool life. So it, yeah. So just just some tidbits there that have helped me along the way. And you know, all of this stuff it doesn't come overnight. I wish it did. Um, it comes in. It comes one step at a time. You know, there's that 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 metaphor. How do you climb a mountain? Well, you climb it one step at a time. And this has been 13 years of an epiphany here, a realization there. Uh, of, of a changing. One of the most powerful questions I ever asked myself is what's the opposite of this? When I find myself really getting depressed or frustrated or, or angst or anxiety, I just, you know, what's the opposite of this? Well, the opposite of this is, is peace. Okay, well, how can I be peace right now, right in this moment? Oh, let's breathe. So I'll take a minute and I'll just, and I'll just focus on my breathing um so yeah it's a wonderful life is a wonderful wonderful journey it really really is and we're all going about it i don't want to say the wrong way we're getting caught up in the wrong thing and we're we're, we're, we're just emphasizing the doing this way too much and we think our happiness and and fulfillment is attached to the doing this the job the journey the car but none of that is true um Take a moment, just wherever you are, put your hands on your heart, you know, and, and what do you feel? You know, what is that nudge, you know, telling you? That nudge might be saying to you, you know, just take five minutes to breathe. And just go ahead and breathe. And, and that's how you can calm yourself down and, and then proceed on, you know, with the rest of your day. But just, just, 
just go in, t take take your hands here if you can see on the video here, and then I'll go there, and and just yeah, just what what do you feel? What is that intuition? What is that nudge? And just take time for you and and to be you. That's all I can say. I think. I think that's one of the things that may, has made the difference between me and a whole bunch of other people is that I take time for me and I take time to do the work on myself. If you're not going to take time to do the work on yourself, if you're always going to be looking outside, you know, find a new job, a different house, a different spouse. Um, if you're going to, if you're just going to focus on the external, you're never going to have that internal satisfa satisfaction, that internal gratitude, uh, that internal happiness, anything like that. So Every single day, take five to thrive. Take that time to work on yourself. Put your hands on your heart. Breathe. What are you feeling? What is your intuition telling you? And start to go deeper and deeper into who you are and realize your happiness in life or fulfillment is all based on who you are. It has nothing to do with, with the attachment to the doing this or the house, the car, all, all that stuff. You know, yeah, you could win a you could win the lottery and you'll be happy for, I don't know, a couple of years maybe. But eventually, you know, you could take that dream vacation and you'll be happy for a month. But eventually it, it, it all wears off until you go back to the internal. Yeah, society has forced us to to look external and work internal, but we were really all put on here to be internal, to, to just learn who we are. And that's that's the key to all of this, is that, again, that question, who are you? And it's an inside job. <laughs> but everything that you're saying is just such a powerful message and you're absolutely right. You know, we can always have a car, but then, you know, cars get old, things get old pretty quickly. You know, we're attached to new things, we're attached to shiny things, but eventually those things lose their luster. And people yeah. always think, well, if I won the lottery, that would be my happiness. If I had a million pounds, if I had two million pounds. Well, there's so many millionaires and billionaires out there who are not fulfilled. Because yeah. once you reach that and once you have that material wealth, you begin to realize that this isn't making me happy. It's because you're looking for something on a deeper level that money can't um, and physical things can't satisfy and can't soothe. You're looking to find out who you are, and this is just what Brad was saying there earlier on. It's about asking yourself, who am I? Who am I? And even that process, it just starts something into life where um, you begin to ask yourself this and begin to look on deeper levels and stuff begins to rise to the surface that maybe you didn't know before. And you begin to deal with things within yourself that you potentially didn't know before or potentially had pushed away to the side. So it begins this transformative process within yourself and then you begin to understand bits and bits. I didn't realize that about myself. I didn't realize this because, as we were saying, so many of us in our current societies are just acting in a robotic way. They're simply right. caught up in the cycle of, you know, um, work and whatever else our modern life brings without actually sitting down and asking ourselves, who am I? What is it that I want to do? What is my goal? What is my purpose in life? And that is a big thing as well. I know you've talked about that is the purpose. You know, so many of us just go to the gym and go, well, I want to be fit, but why is that? Or I want to have big muscles or whatever the case may be. I got caught up in that cycle. I got caught up in exercising three times a week. I caught up in uh, working out three times a week. And ultimately it didn't satisfy me. It just led to this addiction. I think sometimes you can change one addiction for another, but it was only through my awakening. You know, it was only through this transformative work upon myself that I actually began to get the answers that I was looking for something on a deeper level, that all these things that I attach myself to weren't satisfying. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, you're, you're spot on as well, Zenith. And I'll just uh, add another tidbit for everyone. So we always talk about this purpose. I want to live a, a life of more purpose, a more purposeful life. And a lot of folks don't quite grasp what I'm about to say, but every single person on this planet has the exact same purpose. So our purpose is not something that we do. People think, well, if I do this and I'll be living a purposeful life. No, your purpose is, here we go, who you are. Okay, <laughs> That's the purpose of your life is to be who you are. Now, who are you? Again, there's that question. I will tell you, you are a light. You are a beacon. I like to say you are a beacon of love. That is everyone's purpose, to be a light of love for the world. 
Now, how you do that, the, the doing part that everyone wants to know, that's what I call your calling in life. So everybody has a different calling in life. My calling in life is as a health coach and a spiritual practitioner and, and minister and training and all that. Somebody's calling in life maybe as a teacher or a banker or an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor, but you can still be that beacon of light as a doctor, as a lawyer, as a teacher. So every person has. So if you're listening and you want to know what your purpose in life is, it's to be a beacon of light and your light is love. Love, love is everything. That's, that's, that's everything. Love is happiness. Love is joy. Love is sadness. Love is anger. You know, also there's different shades and different, different temperature, love. but that's your purpose. Um, but you have to, I can't just tell you, you can't just hear it. You have to really take that statement and, 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 and just allow that to ponder. And I, I was sitting on my couch one day, this was just like three years ago. And it just came to me that's like, that's, that's my purpose. It's just love. Who am I? I am this light of love. Mm -hmm. And that's Zenith. You are a light of love. Every person on this planet is a light of love. If every person, I always like to say this, if every person on this planet realized that they are a light of love, we would have world peace overnight. Like instantly, like instantly in a heartbeat. Um, And then how, again, how you, how you, you know, how you shine your light to the world, that's different for everybody. Like I could never be an engineer. I could never be, I have no interest or desire to be an engineer or a doctor, but I love speaking. I love, you know, very passionate about health coaching. So that's, that's what I call your calling in life. You know, what were you put on this planet to do? Most people think their purpose is their calling. They get those two mixed up. So your purpose in life and your calling in life are two very different things. So your purpose in life is just to be a light of love. And you can do that when you go to the store and you're interacting with the register, the cash register. You can do that when you're waiting in line. You can, you can live a purposeful life every moment of every day just by being your light for that other person. Absolutely. Beautifully well said. Brad, you're speaking so much from my own heart. Absolutely. It's so, so true. People get caught up and go, well, I need to do this. It just so happens that you and I are podcast hosts. Hopefully, I can never get that phrase out. For some reason, podcast hosts. It always seems wrong to me. It just so happens that we're doing this here, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to have this. Um you know, big thing that you need to do to the world to bring world peace and share your message. You can be a homeowner, a house person. You don't even have to be in a job. All it requires you to do is to bring forward that light from within. And as you were saying there, it's this law of vibration. It's about raising your vibration, you know, bringing that light forth, bringing up those positive vibes within you, choosing to smile instead of frowning, choosing to simply ask a cash register, how's their day been? Treating other people like a human being, how would you feel if you were in that position? Would you like someone to speak to you instead of just, you know, handing you the card and not even making eye contact with you? So it's about how we interact with other people, smiling at other people, asking other people how their day is, just small, simple things. Again, it's about bringing forth that light. If you can imagine this light within you and it's trying to escape, it's like this sun, I guess, within you and you're trying to beam it out on everyone else. And that is a way of raising your vibration. It's the law of vibration. That really is what you do. It's about being that light. That light is love. You know, just recognize that we have love. You were talking um, earlier about... um, about breathing, that's all you need to do to to change if you're feeling that way. For me, although breathing is, um, I'm very, very passionate about breathing and I realize the transformative effects of breathing has, breathing in the right way. But it's also about recognizing, um, for me anyway, because um, so many of us get caught up and think that, you know, this world contains no love in it, it's a, it's a negative thing. But really when we begin to realize that love is this, force that surrounds us at every single second and if we just simply stop and ask ourselves where is the love where is the love in this moment the love is actually contained within you if you think of feelings about love if you think about feeling love of giving love it's another way of raising your vibration and then you begin to realize there's actually love in this very moment there can be love in any particular moment in any particular instance and it's all about how you choose to see that you can choose to be in a mind frame that is negative and think that there is nothing. You can choose to 
as you were saying, be that light, be that love at the end of the day, be a beacon of love. Imagine that you're a kind of a lighthouse and the light that you're giving out is love at the end of the day. And it has such this transformative effect upon your very being to think that I'm a beacon of love. And the beacon that I'm shining out is, is having this positive effect upon the world. So I just wanted to throw that in there because, as I said, you're speaking so much about what I like to talk to. And it's just, it's amazing to hear someone else talk about that. It really is. It's not hard to do, folks. It really isn't. These are the most simplest, basic things that we can do. Yeah. And, and you know, when we're focused on who we are being, it, the, the doing this doesn't matter. What matters is how we feel on the inside. Are we full of love and health and happiness and joy and energy? And the way we bring that forth in our life all the time, we're, we're so focused in our culture and our, in our world today on the doing. What do I do next? What's on my to-do list? Start focusing on who you are being. And you will see you have that natural heart chakra. If people know what that is, that energy channel. I mean, we have, I think, seven of them. Um, but that heart chakra will naturally just flow and be open when you focus on who you are being. So try this exercise just right. You know, I am being a light of love. I am being a light of health. Write, write down, I am being a light of, and just fill in all the words, love, health, happiness, joy, yeah. uh, charisma, charm, um, confidence. You know, I'm a being light of confidence. You know, write down a bunch of those. I, I call this your, your highest vision statement. You know, this is the best version of me statement. You know, I, I write this down. I am... You know, I am being a light of love, health, and happiness. I am leading, you know, all, all these things for myself in the world now. But focus on who you are being, not what you're doing, but who you are being. Because when you're joy and happy, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Focus on who you are being. And we're all focused on what we are doing. Even even I still to this day get caught up in that because, you know, like we talked about, Zina, we're still trying to make a living and build our business and build our brands and all that. But we can't, like I said, we can't try to do it. We've got to allow all of this to happen. And this is just my perspective. I, I always like to call this the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. um, for too many years in my journey, even starting my health journey, I was swimming upstream. I was taking the most, the path of most resistance. I was trying to lose weight. There we go. I was trying to lose weight. Every time I tried to lose weight, it didn't work. I would lose it and then I would gain it back. I would lose it and gain it back. When I stopped focusing on trying to lose weight and started focusing on being healthy, the weight came off and it stayed off. So again, focus on what you want to be. And that's focus on being happy, focus on being joyful. And then everything else will just kind of, over time, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, over time, everything else will just happen automatically and work out. And you have to know and believe that in your heart. This is an abundant universe. There's an abundance of everything for everyone, and life is meant to be easy. Things will just naturally show up in your life at the right time and the right place that will guide you along the next step into that, 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 that next version of you. Yeah, I have a grand vision. I have a grand dream like everyone, you know, to, to be to have a multi-million dollar brand and to be a speaker and, you know, to spread the message of love, health and happiness as far and wide as possible. But again, I realize now my happiness, my fulfillment is not dependent on mm -hmm. any of that. OK, yeah. so it's, it's non-attachment, I guess I would say not. Don't, there's no need to be attached to any of that. Just focus on who you are being. So right now, you know, you can you can see it and hear it. I'm just focusing on being this this person of love, health and happiness and peace. And that's what really matters in life. That's that's what matters is focus on who you are being. And so start to switch your focus from focusing on what you're doing to focusing on what you're being. So make your to be list this morning. I am being love. I am being health. I am being happiness. I am being joy. And just focus on that. And over time, you'll, you will start to feel all of those feelings. So tune into your heart, listen to your heart, listen to your intuition and, and make that first, first and foremost. So I could, I could talk all day about this. I, could I know I'm actually just looking at the time and I thought 45 yeah. minutes into the, into the yeah. interview and we still haven't got to talk about some of the exercise things that you've been doing and some of the um events and stuff like that and that's what i thought this was going to be so i'm actually really surprised to say god we haven't even got anywhere that it's all been about love and it's been about changing your mind and i am and all of this and i thought to myself goodness me this is completely through me about this interview and i had i'd written a few notes because i wanted to talk about some of the the things that you've you've been empowered to do um but i guess just before we get into that i think that 
the key, well, not the key thing, but one of the key things that you're mentioning there is the idea of I want to be healthy. So many people get caught up when they're exercising and stuff like that. I need to be fit. I want to be fit. I want to change this. And it's changing that idea of being fit to being healthy because health, as we were talking about, incorporates your body, incorporates your mind, and ultimately incorporates your spirit. And that is a lot more fulfilling than just this physical aspect of I want to be healthy or sorry, I want to be fit. I want to be fit. So it's just a, such a powerful statement. Yeah. And, and just I'll just add my my thoughts here. So it's not I want to be healthy. It's not I need to be healthy. It's I choose to be healthy. I am healthy. I, I want to be happy. No, that's I need to be happy. No, I am happy. I am happy. So again, it's who you are. It goes it goes back to that 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 central thing. Yeah. Who you are? Three words. Who are you? Who you are? So brilliant, fantastic. Yeah. So some of the things, Brad, that um, I've learned about because maybe a lot of people, probably anyone who is listening to this here, will not know about some of the things that we've talked about. Or sorry, some of the um, achievements that you have managed to take. You know, at the age of thirty or thirty nine, where you started to okay, I need to change the, the lifestyle that I'm leading. I need to change my mindset um, because now you're a fitness coach and we need to talk about some of the amazing things that you've that you've managed to do from that age. Um, and you've also done this with a condition, which I don't know how to pronounce, but it's like a club feet. It makes your feet turn inward or they can't, uh, they don't grow properly abnormally. So the fact that you've- Oh, you read that. that. You read that in my story. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what what exactly is that condition? Because I didn't actually learn how to pronounce it properly because I mispronounced it. Yeah. So, yeah, I was born. I'll show people my hands here. I don't know if they can see that. So get my face up. So I was born okay. with, uh, yeah. with a bilateral oh. club feet condition. Then I was also born with a, a joint condition called it's called arthrogryposis. And arthrogryposis, it's a genetic condition of the joints. It's. I don't know, the 5,770th gene on the like 18th chromosome. I, I forget that part exactly. Uh, but it's just it's just a, a genetic mal malfunction. I got, my gene was programmed differently. So my joints were all grew differently. They were all curved in shape. And so, yeah, so it limits my range of motion. Um, I have very limited ankle motion, wrist motion, shoulder motion, um, all of that. And I guess I just never worried about any of that. I'm just like, I'm going to swim anyway. I didn't learn to swim until I was 40 years old, by the way. So it's never too late um, if you're, if you're uh, at home thinking about that. Um, but it's, it's, you know, part of my journey yeah. was, I, I, if you read my story, you know, about my dog and he wouldn't come over to me. And in that moment, I realized, you know, what we focus on, we become. So I focused on becoming a marathon runner. I focused on becoming a triathlete. I focused on becoming an obstacle runner. That's what I focused on and that's what I became. So whatever you wanna become in your life, focus on becoming that thing. You wanna be, be healthy, focus on becoming healthy. If you want mm -hmm. to, you know, like me, I want, I'm focusing on being this light of love, health and happiness for the world and letting everything else just kind of, you know, fall into place around that. So that the, the thing that you focus on, again, it has to come from your heart. It can't come from your head. It can't come from a place of fear or ego, which I did that for a lot of years. That was one of the mistakes I made. I would set these great goals, but they were all based in fear and ego. I've, I've probably should tell this to listeners. I've failed at more goals than I have accomplished. For every goal I've accomplished, there's probably 10 that I have not accomplished. It's like not not that I accomplish every goal because they're not there. Were, a lot of goals are rooted in fear and ego. And I've backed off of that now. So, yeah. So now it's just now it's not so much about setting a goal and accomplishing it, because a year ago I had no clue that I was going to be a podcaster. I never set a goal to become a podcaster or be on podcasts or to to start my brand training with coach brad that was not on any goal that was not on any vision board that was not on any anything that was letting go and following the universe allowing yeah. intuition to guide me and that nudge that said start a podcast that nudge that said oh get on i i don't know how you found out about podmatch i was like i had started my podcast and i'm like you know what it, it's tricky tough getting guests that was literally like what i thought I swear, the very next morning I woke up, I had an, an email from Alex about this thing called Podmatch. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. 
and so that's how life works. You know, when, I, you're, when you're living truly, sincerely from your heart, things will just show up to help yeah. you along your journey. So I think you're right there. Sorry, Brad. If, if you're being sincere in this, if you're living from your heart, if your intentions are, I don't want to say pure, but if your intentions are, you know, I want to give back. I want to do something meaningful potentially in the world, right? Just I want to share what's helped me. Then things do fall your way. Like yourself, I was contacted by Podmatch. My podcast was simply me, like a lot of your ones, because I've listened to the most recent one, which was just about you giving three um, oh, health three. tips. Yeah, one. okay, yeah. One. Yeah, so I, I listened, to, listened to that. So that was my podcast. That was just me sitting in front of the microphone talking about spiritual concepts, ideas, trying to help people understand. Contacted by Podmatch to say, like, would you want to join this? No not interested contact me again some point down the line would you you know consider doing this and i was like i, I don't really know what i have to offer really i said i don't know what i have to offer this and when i eventually decided okay i'll join but i'm not interested in being a, a guest or a host that's not me i'll just publish my podcast and as you say it just fell in for me i just one day um, a number of people contact me and I was like, oh my God, I know nothing about being a host. You know, what do I know about being a host? And, you know, because I think at the time, uh, I only had my website and all of my website, there was no details of me on it whatsoever. There was no photograph of me. There was no identification as a male. Oh, wow. yeah. There was nothing on it because um, you were talking about getting that guidance, that wisdom. That was me. Um, I was getting messages, inspirational messages. Eventually, I was more or less coerced to publish them. So that what the website came about. And I was like, oh, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to let the message stand for itself rather than people focus on me as a person, which was a bit different from, I guess, how you. So when the opportunity to, um, I kind of wanted to branch out a bit because it felt that I needed as you say, more to do. I felt I wanted to do more, and I knew I could talk. Um, and so I, I hit upon the idea. Someone said to me, do videos. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not interested in publishing anything about myself. And I hit upon the idea of a podcast is a halfway house between the blog, the website, and, and videos. So that's what that was born out of. And it was with great reluctance that I took to podcasting because it was more of a revealing of my personality, but just as you were saying there, because of the podcast, then Podmatch came into place for me. The idea of guests came in, and once I have actually accepted that role for myself, I said, okay, well, it's probably time to do this properly. Maybe it's now time to take that advice which came from somewhere else mm -hmm. to do things. And that's where the YouTube channel came from and from things that have happened as I was saying to you just before the show went live, now I'm doing live talks. Yesterday was four and a half hours, 200 odd people listening in. Wow, which crazy. was crazy. Yeah, a mammoth achievement for me. Um, but awesome. these things have just fallen for me. And I think that's just simply because we don't go into this saying i want to do this this has to be me look at the popularity that i may get look at the exposure that i may get you go into it because of a desire to help you go into this desire to say well i've had my life transformed these things have transformed my life i know and think that they can transform other people's lives and i want to share them so you're doing it in a way which is natural, in a way which you want to help other people. And I think that is why things fall into your path to say, here's another avenue for you, Brad, which you could be more of service and you could be of more of exposure. I think that's for me anyway, why things have happened. And isn't it life easier when it just kind of naturally happens organically yes. versus trying to make it happen, yeah. uh, trying to force it? See, you're smiling now and everything. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah it's, I guess it's this idea as well of surrendering. Surrendering, yeah. At least resistance. Sometimes yeah. we fight against things and we find so much opposition until we eventually give in and say, I surrender to this process. And then all of a sudden that resistance falls away. 
you know, you, yeah. go, with, yeah, you go with the flow. But yeah, I want to get back to this idea because we were talking about this condition of yours um, that has prevented, well, potentially prevented you from the doctor saying, you know, like, well, Brad, this potentially is going to inhibit you from, from doing all these things. We could yeah. really get into what the doctors have told me over the years. Oh, you're not going to run, Brad. You can't run. You should. I, I, yeah, I've had some crazy stuff that the doctors have told me. I, I've been told I shouldn't. It's, 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 it's um, physiological impossible for me to run. I've been told that because of, of the shape of my feet. Um, I've been told I should be in a wheelchair because my joints are so bad. I, I just, I don't know. I guess I was naive or dumb enough, I like to call it, to not pay attention to any of that, not listen to any of that. I just, I wanted to become a triathlete. So I focused on becoming a triathlete. I found a swim coach that would teach me. I learned, I got on YouTube to learn how to ride a bike again. You know, I, you know, how to do brick trainings and, you know, back. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just, it's just what you focus on. That's, that's the most important thing that matters. Yeah. And you've also, uh, you've run 20 endurance races, including 5k and 10k ones. You've done a half marathon and you completed your first full marathon in May of 2018. And also, as you mentioned, triathlons, which also involves swimming as well as running as well. And that is in spite of doctors imposing limiting beliefs upon you, where have you had a potentially been a different person who would have taken that negativity on board and said, I, I can't do anything. You know, oh, this is just my life at the end of the day. Well, I may as well just accept it. And instead, you've completely done the opposite of that. I just don't accept that. I, I don't believe that that is the end of my life, that that is the only thing for me. What if I, you know, what if I just go ahead and do something different and put myself into that? And lo and behold, you've had all of these amazing experiences and all of these amazing accomplishments after that. And I also know that, um, you know, on top of all the, the qualifications and the certifications you've got, you're also uh, trained in martial arts, some of, some of those as well. You read my story well, wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so tell us you know tell us a bit about that for someone with club feet with someone with hands like that they've taken up so many martial arts practices yeah i don't yeah i don't generally talk about the martial arts i'm fortunate i do have three black belts um it's been a while i haven't trained anything i should be honest for about five years now so but i should go back and say you know the club feet and and the, the condition with my joints the arthrogryposis i owe a lot to who i am and where i am today to my parents and my sister uh, my parents just said, go out and run. My parents said, you're putting on these skis, go ski. My, my sister helped me a lot learning soccer. So they just said, you're just going to go out and do it. And I just, I did it. And so I, from a very early age, I was blessed to develop that mindset that, you know, oh, I can, I just want to be a triathlete. I'm just going to go do it, you know? So that was, that was always my mindset. Um, so very, very fortunate to have parents and, and a sister that really supported me there and, and helped me to, to get involved very early. I think I started skiing. I was three, four years old and I started soccer when I was four years old or, or football as it's known in Europe. Um, American soccer, yeah. Um, and then that just continued on with, oh, here's martial arts. So yeah, let's do martial arts. And um, started my training in Japan, and they were kind of looking at me funny with my with my hands and everything. And then I went out on the mat, and they saw that I could do it, and they're like, oh, kind of surprised. I'm like, okay, so it's just it's always 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 focusing again I, I learned this the hard way but focusing on what you want and who you want to become uh that's the key uh, I've changed a lot of my mindset about training. You know, I used to have a lot of ego involved in my training in the early days. It was about podium and first, second, third. And, and I realized, you know, it is tougher to compete and I'm not making an excuse, but you know, with clubbed feet, it's tougher to run than with, you know, normal functioning feet. And so I don't worry about my time as much anymore. I do it more for the enjoyment and the fulfillment versus, you know, just, just pure time or ego like I used to do. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just life is wonderful. You get one shot at life. So yeah, I, I do, you know, in the early part of my journey, I set a lot of external goals. I want to do this 5k race. I want to do this 10k race. Um, I want to get this Spartan achievement, um, a bunch of that stuff. And, and it was good. And I definitely encourage folks to do that. In fact, I'm looking for at some different races right now to, to kind of get back into that a little bit, uh, but yeah, life, life is wonderful. I always say we get one shot at life. Um, 
you know, yeah. everybody, I would recommend, you know, we all have a bucket list, a dream list, an adventure list, you know, write down your adventure list, you know, uh, I do, you know, I do want to take this vacation and I'm just, I'm saying, you know, your happiness isn't dependent on that vacation, but again, we're not robots, but we're not, you know, just, we're not just sitting here in the same place. We got to have stimulus. We got to be moving, you know, we got to be adventuring and, you know, all kinds of things through life. So yeah, absolutely. Take that vacation, sign up for that race, do that thing that you've always wanted to do that you've been putting off, you know, stuff like that. That's how, you know, that's part of what yeah. too. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you asking me about my martial arts and, and everything. Yeah, I just I've always yeah. been and tells us here, sorry for interrupting you you say that you were you were doing martial arts in Japan. Was that how you got the opportunity to tour almost exclusively around Southeast Asia? Because I also know that you've been to so many countries around yeah. there. You really did your homework. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I traveled. I studied well martial arts. I studied. I've studied a bunch, but I studied a little mostly in Japan. But I was able to study some in um, Philippines, mm -hmm. um, Cambodia, and Thailand. Uh, a little, just you know, you meet martial artists and you just start exchanging ideas and techniques. Um, You've also been to Vietnam and places like that. Was yeah. that just because it was there and along the way? Well, I'm here. I'd love to go and visit like Vietnam and places like that. Yeah, my first trip to Vietnam and Thailand, my roommate, like I was in Japan, like I was scared to go anywhere else. He's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And uh, I'm like, all right, I'll go. So our first trip was, I think, for a week or 10 days or something. I don't remember. And then that just got me hooked on this thing called traveling. Like, oh, wow, this is cool. So, um, but yeah pretty pretty amazing yeah life life always brings you the teacher at the right moment the right event at the right moment the right opportunity at the right moment so yeah i had opportunities to travel and to meet other people and to learn other martial arts styles and yeah i, I had my own martial arts gym in the philippines for a couple of years wow. um, teaching aikido um, there on the island of, of palawan palawan um, so yeah, I've I've pretty yeah, blushing here. I've had a pretty pretty amazing life. I'm blushing. Yeah, here. actually, when you when you think about it in that way, like how did well, you know, obviously I didn't know you were actually living there for a few years, mm -hmm. and that's obviously we picked up your love of that cuisine and stuff because I know you were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, wow, you, wow, I'm really impressed. You really <laughs> did your research. Yeah, yeah, no, I love to uh, cook Asian food. Yeah, I used to be able to cook pretty good uh, yakisoba, okonomiyaki, Japanese food, but not so much anymore. Um, I can cook a little bit of Filipino food, but I don't say that too loudly because the real real Filipinos will call me out on that. You know, let's see your lumpia or let's see your, your pancit. I'm like, oh, no thanks. So, but yeah, yeah, no, life is good. I haven't been to Ireland yet. That's definitely on the adventure list. So I'm, no. I'm like, I'm half Irish, so, you know, I got to get there. Okay, well, hit me up when you get here, and then I'll take you okay. for a tour. <laughs> Absolutely. What, what what part are you in? I, um, I'm i in the north of Ireland, but Ireland is only about 300 miles, smaller than most of your states, so okay. you can cover it easily in a day. So you could, I don't mean you could cover it easily, but you get from one part to the, to the next. You couldn't cover it in a day because, like, it's a bit of a joke here in Ireland that we have these um road signs that are on the road and they're they're brown in color and they're indicative of uh historical ruins or you know natural and literally when you go to some parts of ireland every other second road sign is a brown sign so like literally it would take you probably the length of time to cross america as it would to visit each historical site in ireland yeah. there's so so much we do have a very rich cultural heritage here yeah, yeah. Zenith, I, I hate to do this, but I actually have to sign off in about five no, minutes. No, absolutely. I know. Well, listen, very, very quickly, we all know, and I know that you have two books out. Um, one is the Mind Strong, a step to step guide for how to transform your life, raise your success, go beyond mental hotness, uh, power your way from extraordinary to ordinary to extraordinary. And your other one out, which is the Slow Beginner 5K Run Program. And I know that you have a third one out. Um, just let us know about that. I've actually got about six more coming out. I've been writing right. crazy the last two two months. Yeah, I've got a book coming out called Heart, Mind, Body, um, all about self-discovery. I've got another uh, curriculum out coming out called Keeping Weight Off Permanently. 
Uh, I've got another one coming out called Happiness Matters, How to Take Back Control of Your Emotions. And then I've got another one coming out. It's called um, From Couch to Healthy, How to Optimize Your Life and Live a Life of Love, Health, and Happiness. So yeah, a bunch of stuff in, in, in the works. It's all on my website, or it will be on my website, but that's the best way, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. Just go there. And, yeah. yeah, you have two fitness programs as well, Adventure Fitness and mm -hmm. Walking for Health. You've also an audio CD as well as accompanying uh, an audio book version of that. And just briefly, because I want to fit in your links and your um, coaching as well, because you also do a lot of coaching with people. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about that so we can get that for anyone who's interested in, in, in maybe contacting you. Yeah, yeah. So anyone's interested, yeah. So again, my website, trainingwithcoachbrad.com, you can find all my programs on there. But I do group coaching and individual coaching. And right now I'm focusing on the Walking for Health uh, program. That's a 12-week program. Optimize Your Life, Your Health and Energy. That's a 12-week uh, program. I'm going to be starting a whole food cleanse here in, in late August too. So, But I like to tailor everything for someone. So I always start off with a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Hey, what is it you need? What is it you're looking for? And, and just kind of go from there. But yeah, tons of stuff on my website and, and lots of good stuff. So yeah, look forward to, to hearing from from anyone. And, and Zenith, it's been awesome being here today. I I would love to come back and, and I'll spend more and budget more time next time because we could really go a yeah. lot a lot into we, this. We absolutely could. I know that's just, a, it's a bit frustrating, I guess. But listen, Judy calls at the end of the day. Um, but it was great just having you for that small hour because, you know, 45 minutes weren't even talking about any of the yeah. fitness stuff that you've done. It was just all about that. We could have made an entire show out of that alone, but I felt it was important to get some of the achievements and stuff like that that you're in. So hopefully, you know, that because as you say, we all need to earn an, an income, but love to have you back. Absolutely. And, and discuss some of these more in detail. Would love work on you there. Yeah, okay. I would love to come back. Thank you, Zenith. Absolutely. I'll keep you and I'll keep in touch, Sam. So I will, will keep in touch. Thank you so much, Brad. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, completely uh, refreshing experience. Did not actually know that we were going to have this really in-depth, fascinating conversation, despite, you know, or, or besides the, the health and fitness aspect of it. So really, really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And really enjoyed having your, your work. And I'll put all of the, the links in the broadcast. So I will. Appreciate it. Thank you, Zenith. It's been a true pleasure being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brad. Good luck with your next interview. All right. Take care. We'll 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 be in touch. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.